Good morning, good people of Nigeria. You're welcome to Talk with Iman. It's a cold and beautiful Friday morning. It's actually raining down here. I haven't had rain in a long while now, so I allegedly thought we were done with the raining season. Okay, 2020 has been such a year. It's been a year of survival. It's been a year of ups and downs. It's been a year of bad boys. But I hope that in all, that we're still grateful to be here today. So, if you're listening to my voice, if you're listening to this podcast from wherever you are, I want you to know one thing, and that is, you are blessed. So, this is my very first season and very first episode here on podcast, and I'm super, super excited to be here today. I'm super excited to be here to share my thoughts with you. So I'll be starting off this season with an interesting topic, my ex, my enemy. I want you to relax and enjoy this song, this beautiful song. Enjoy it. And when I come back, I'll be taking us right into the topic. Enjoy. so i don't know the lyrics to this song i don't know but it's such a beautiful song and i do love it it is titled someone you loved by lewis i actually do love this song and um i hope you loved it and enjoyed it too so long before i started writing on this topic i have heard read and seen people talk about this you know and quite a number of persons have you know reached out to me to share my opinion and share my idea what i think about the you know the issue and um well today fortunately i'll be sharing my opinion and i hope they are listening too so generally speaking break up both in relationships and in marriages can be really very devastating and at the same time it can actually be frustrating too you know each party is engrossed and bitter their individual differences and probably hurting from each other's actions and believe you me having a cordial or neutral relationship or even communication would be the last thing on their mind you know but at the same time however at the end most times parties involved are most likely to have the urge to talk things over you know at least have an open communication or try being in the lives of their children if there are any involved, you know. But sometimes this is more most likely to, you know, be hindered by ego, you know, in my own personal opinion, you know, where the woman will be like, Oh, he hurt me first, why should I be the one to reach out? Or he hurt me, he was I was the one that was hurt, so why should I be the one to reach out and vice versa, you know, things like that could, you know, hinder this part, you know. So sometimes this can really be a difficult 
situation or an easy spot to be in, especially where there are new partners involved, you know, where situations where the parties involved had moved on, you know, with this, um individual um, entanglements or marriages, you know, they must have moved on with new people and things like that. So it could really be a difficult thing, you know. Well, observing quite a number of relationships which have gone sour, I have realized that there is only one thing to expect after uh, every relationship fallout, and that is enmity. Which brings me to the question, that must every broken relationship you create or best a generational enmity? Why do people think that there is no point or need to be cordial with their exes, whether from relationships or marriages? Must it always be a buzzword something? Must we always fight about it? Like, can't we just calm down? Like, it's not a war. We're not in a battle. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not that deep. It's not that, you know. But having a broken relationship or having a broken marriage shouldn't be shouldn't turn your exes to an enemy, you know. Well, except where uh, situations where the uh, the issue was really life-threatening, you know. I don't think I would ever want to be in a situation or be in the same space with someone that uh, actually wanted to kill me or tried killing me. Because, I mean, if you tried killing me once, you could probably try again and maybe you the second time or the second attempt, you would actually definitely then kill me. So, I don't... Personally, I don't think I want to be in the same space with someone who tried killing me. Anyways, having said that, I would be focusing more on the broken marriages aspect of this topic. So the fact that things didn't work out between a couple shouldn't make them enemies of each other, especially in a marriage where children are involved. You know, children are very delicate beings and quite observant too. You know, you don't want to waste children who are not emotionally stable. I mean, emotional stability is from, is is really important to me. So I don't think I ever want to be in a place where I'm uh, emotionally unstable, you know. So I don't know. I don't ever think I want to raise children who are not emotionally stable. So maybe you would want to, but definitely not me. Every child needs the idea of a proper home to function effectively. And the idea of a proper home is a family, you know. But unfortunately, where there is a fallout between a couple, the idea of a proper home becomes a mirage which really and totally affects the formation of the children. Hence, there is every need to keep or operate on some level of communication or relationship of some sort, you know, at least for the sake of the children, you know. I believe that irrespective of um, individual differences between you know, the ex-couple, I believe that where children are involved, they should be able to set their um, differences aside and um, try to, you know, be in the lives of their children, irrespective of how they feel about each other. You know, the ability to know that it, when the children are involved, it's no longer about what you feel or how both of you feel about each other, but how the children feel, you know. So you mustn't really be together, but at least when it has to do with the children, you both should be involved in the catering and overall um, being of that child, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, and otherwise, you know, you all should, both parties should be in the lives of their children, irrespective of their differences. So, apparently, yeah, that's that. I, I am from a broken family, like a, no, not a broken family, but a broken marriage, you know. I'm from a broken marriage, you know, and I know how it feels 
having coming from a broken marriage you know coming being a product of a broken home i know what it feels i know what it entails and trust me it's not a good thing it's not a good feeling and um but it's still really difficult despite the fact that my parents do have this sort of um cordial relationship existing between the both of them you know they could still laugh about things you know they could still you know um passage and say good morning good morning you know you know just this cordial stuff between them and you know my my father could still when when i when my father notices some sort of um, change in my attitude or things like that he, she, he could still go to my mom and be like um uh okay this boy is really behaving funny uh i hope you do look into him and talk to him you know so you see when it involves us the children you know they drop their differences aside and try to you know come together and then you know have different share different opinion about a situation and you know get things done irrespective of the fact that they're no longer married so it's still difficult operating or living in uh, a house or in a home that is operated like this you know it's still very difficult and um despite the cordial relationship thing that exists between both of them it's still very much difficult so i'm wondering if it's this if it, if it, it is this difficult for me who obviously my parents still have a cordial relationship despite their um marriage fallout how much more about those who their parents aren't even cordial and they can't even share the same share the same air you know and things like that so if it's this difficult for me how much more of them so you know so in a broken relationship in a broken marriage children are the main reason why every ex-couple should work on having you know um a working relationship you know or at least some sort of cordial you know relationship or communication or open communication you know but i know i'm sounding like children are the main are the only reason why um ex couples should uh try to have a working relationship but so i know a lot of a lot of you will be asking so if there are no children involved it's okay for them to be enemies no it's not still okay for them to be enemies you know but i'm just saying children are the more reason one of the reasons why one the major reason why in every broken marriage the exes the ex couple should try to work on themselves and have a working relationship just for the sake of the children involved but where there are not there are no children involved where there are no kids involved it's still unhealthy to have or uh to have a uh an enmity to be in an enmity with um with your ex partner that you get even without kids it's still very unhealthy super unhealthy you know it's super unhealthy to um find yourself in that enmity space you know it's still not healthy it's very much healthy to you know have a working relationship you know have a cordial relationship or open communication even without the existence of children you know even where the children are not involved you know i mean being married there should be some sort of mutual friendship or uh, mutual contact you know etc so i'm asking are you going to throw away these contacts and friendships because you had a fallout with your partner and you know so and if you say no if you say no you're not going to you're not going to throw them away you're not going to throw away this friendship you're not going to throw away this contact you know and still you're not going to 
have a, a cordial relationship with your ex. I, 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 I can't help but wonder how you're supposed to do it, you know. I can't help but wonder how you're supposed to perform the magic, you know. Because I know that some people can't even stand their exes, you know. Some people can't even stay in the same space with their exes, especially when their exes are with someone else, you know. It's, I mean, they can't even share the same space or attend functions where their exes will be attending to. And when they attend and then the exes may be working with, um, working with, uh, you know, hotter partner or things like that, I know the air becomes toxic. There is tension in the air. And, you know, I know that feeling. I've been there and I know how it feels. And I know that you know what I'm talking about. I know that you know that feeling, you know. So, yeah, basically. And sometimes I keep wondering, People who are in, who, you know, in, in organizations, um, companies or stuff like that, they are, some companies, organizations have a rule that, or a policy that um, they don't encourage relationship between staff, you know. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious and I know that sometimes um, these relationships really do exist, you know, maybe on a, a, a concom level, you know, they still exist. So I'm, um, I'm wondering, so when there is a fallout, you know, when the relationship is broken, you know, and things like that, are you still, how do you do it? How do people do it, you know, you know, still being enemies and still working in the same organization, you know, you understand? So I, it still baffles me how people do it. Are you going to, okay, now are you going to throw away your your job? Are you going to resign from your job because your ex is, because you, 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 you had a fallout with your ex-partner, you know? who happens to be working in the same office with you. And if you say you're not going to resign, are you also going to be in an enmity with this, with this same ex-partner in the same office? Like, how do you intend to breathe? Like, wouldn't, your, wouldn't the air be toxic for you? Like, how do you people do it? Like, I don't get... So, I'm curious, you know. So, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying you people should be friends. I'm not saying you have to be friends with him or her. But then, certainly not enemies, you know. You certainly can't ha- be, be in anonymity with them, you know. It's not healthy. That's my point. It's not healthy, you know. At least you all should be able to say, hi, how are you? I'm good. How have you been? How's life been treating you? Or, oh, yeah, I heard you got a new girlfriend. Or, hey, I heard you got a new boyfriend. Hope you're happy. Hope you're good. And, you know, you could be basically be able to share um, the same space, the same, you know, gathering, you know. You see, because I know quite a number of us can't even function properly where we are in the same space, where our exes are at the same time, you know. The air is really toxic and, you know, things like that. And to me, it's really not healthy, you know. It's not it's not a healthy situation to be in, you know. Where there are children involved, a cordial relationship is super important. But where there are not children involved, you know, it's really healthy that you have a cordial relationship or an open communication you get so it's not it's not it's not a relationship where both parties can actually afford to you know uh attend to the needs of their children you know together you know irrespective of how they feel about each other you know so the ability to know that uh when children are involved the ability to know that it's not about how you feel about each other but how your children feel you know so just i i i urge uh, you know ex couple 
or couples to actually work on having a working relationship or an open communication where they can attend to the needs of their children together, you know, understand, irrespective of the fallout, attend to your children's needs, you know, emotionally, physically, financially, and otherwise, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's really, it's really um, important, it's very important that partners are involved in the lives of their children, despite the um, fallout between the parties, you know. So, that's that. Remember, you sh- you mustn't be friends, you mustn't be, you mustn't be, hey, 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 you mustn't be friends, but certainly you mustn't be enemies, you know. So, let's cut it down on the whole enmity after breakup. It's not healthy, guys. It's not healthy. It's totally not healthy. So, okay, that's that for today on Talk with Eman. As we all know, it's my very first season, my very first episode here on podcast, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Please do send in your questions and comments. They are really, really important to me. Like, I want to hear from you guys, too. I want to know what's going on in your mind, how you feel, you know. So, COVID-19 is real. It is still here. Please remember to wash your hands regularly. Use hand sanitizers. Till we meet again on Talk with Iman, same time, same day. Do have a beautiful day and enjoy the rest of your day day so i'm gonna leave you but before i leave you i want to play you this beautiful song titled if the world was ending by jp Sachs and julia michaels so please enjoy it and enjoy the rest of your day remember i love you i was distracted and in traffic I didn't feel it when the earthquake happened, but it really got me thinking. Were you out drinking? Were you in the living room chilling, watching television? It's been a year now. Think I figured out how how to let you go and let communication die out. I know, you know, you know, you weren't down for forever and it's fine. I know, you know, you know, we weren't meant for each other and it's fine. But if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? You'd come over and you'd stay the night. Would you love me for the hell of it? All our fears would be irrelevant. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? The sky'd be falling and I'd hold you tight. And there wouldn't be a reason why. We would even have to say goodbye. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Right? If the world was ending, you would come over, right? Right? I tried to imagine your reaction. It didn't scare me when the earthquake happened, but it really got me thinking. The night we went drinking, stumbled in the house and didn't make it past the kitchen. Oh, it's been a year now. Think I figured out how, how to think about you without it ripping my heart out. And I know, you know, we know you weren't down for forever and it's fine I know, you know, we know we weren't meant for each other and it's fine But if the world was ending, you come over, right? You come over and you say the night Would you love me for the hell of it? All our fears would be irrelevant If the world was ending, you come over, right? 
Come on. 